0: Organize Me Radio, Episode 16, Virtual Organizing. I'm Naima Ford-Goldson. Welcome to Organize Me Radio. I'm Naima Ford-Goldson, and today our guest is Tanisha Porter, the owner of Natural Born Organizers. Welcome, Tanisha. Hi, how are you? I'm good. I'm so glad that you are here, and I'm excited to talk about virtual organizing with you.
1: Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm really falling in love with it, honestly. To be perfectly honest, I'm falling in love with it. Okay, so before we jump into
0: all the virtual organizing, Mm -hmm. tell us about you. How did you get into the organizing business?
1: So I got into the organizing business, well, it peaked, the industry peaked my interest uh, after me and my husband moved into our house in 2009 in the midst of the recession, right? And so, what do we do when we move into a new place? We start watching like DIY shows. <laughs> and right. so, there was one DIY show that came on, and there was an organizing expert that was a part of the talent. And I was like, wait a minute, what is this? And it piqued my interest. I started Googling it and realized there was a, a, a whole association in industry around productivity and organizing. And then God just started reminding me about how long like like this is your thing because you know in my generation in the time when i was in high school and going to college people always that's when entrepreneurship really was being pushed you know and like starting your own business and but you and you always were told do something, if you're gonna wanna start a business, do something that you're passionate about, do something that you love to do. So I've always had that in the back of my mind. And so that was the ding. Mm -hmm. So I started talking about it to everybody and everybody was like, yes, I totally see that. In January, 2013, I I launched Natural Born Organizers.
0: All right, you launched around the same time I launched because I launched around uh, that same time period. My business was official in February of 2013. So mm, but just yeah. like you, you know, the same thing. It was like a kind of a natural thing. You know, wanting to start a business
1: and and it was like ding, oh yeah, why don't I just do that? So
0: <laughs> exactly.
1: Okay. Exactly. And I'm like Natural Born Organizers is my third business. So my first business was um, a pamper party for kids, for girls. My second business was a scrapbooking, do-for-you type of service. So I've tried certain things, but like they say, third time is a charm.
0: <laughs> I heard that. So tell us about your business, Natural Born Organizers.
1: Well, um, I'm based in Los Angeles, California, and you know, I work... In person on site with my clients but then I've also been growing my virtual services so I have clients across the country um, and I really focus on taking the shame the guilt and um, and just the the way that people uh, lower their self-esteem in regards to the way their spaces look, because I am the unicorn in my family. You know, everybody, everyone assumes that, oh my gosh, your parents must be like this, or your parents were that or whatever. And I'm like, mm, no, nope, actually not. Um, I am uh, the unicorn and my very first client, official client was my sister. But when I was young, I would organize my parents' house when they would go away on vacation. And so my focus is really no judgment. I'm here to help because although this is my superpower, this is my judge, what I love to do, I'm not perfect at a lot of things. And so I know without a shadow of a doubt that my clients can do something in their sleep that I don't do well. And so I always have that same energy that I would never, I understand how people live um, with uh, disorganization and live with clutter functional, dysfunctionally, mm-hmm. but because they feel like it's the way that it's always been and I just don't know. Um, and so I go into my business really, really trying to find systems that are customized for my clients, um, so that they can just really enjoy the spaces that they live in.
0: Girl, why do I feel like we have the same kind of story? Because I too am a unicorn in my family. Like my family is disorganized too.
1: (laughs) girl listen listen my family you know my um you know not to be a downer and we're gonna jump over but you know my dad passed away in in may and he was a collector of things and he could do everything but you know i went into immediate organizer mode you know after we did you know the main things and you know with papers and things like that and so yeah it's like I get it that it doesn't come natural for people. And I get that just because it doesn't come natural does not mean that like you're flawed, right? Everyone Mm -hmm. has strengths. Everyone has opportunities to grow and everyone has weaknesses that they need, you know, help. And so I just love to show people the eye that I have, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And just like a trainer build up their declutter and organizing muscle so that they can inch up on the organizing scale. You know, they don't have to be at a nine or a 10 where they think perfection is, but if we can just inch them up to like a three or four or five, wherever they, they are, then that is success to me.
0: So, so sorry to hear about your dad, but what a blessing your family had to have you to be able to help navigate through that because I can only imagine how hard of a time that must've been, you know, and then to, you know, to have to like hire someone to help you with that, you know? So so I think it had to be such a blessing for everyone else to have you to help navigate through everything.
1: It was because we were able to shift the house, because a lot of times, and you know, a lot of times when people pass away, there's so much heaviness in the house, whether or not they passed away in the house, in the hospital, someplace else, the things, the things that that person is so heavy. And so, you know, and so for us to be able to, for me to be able to go into organizer mode and shift the house so that when my mom came back home, um, when my sister moved in and my oldest moved in, that you know there was a new feeling and that heaviness of being you know my dad's bathroom or my dad's closet or my mm-hmm. dad's room like that mm-hmm. piece of it was removed so that we can process and deal with everything else and it, it's just really really is important
0: so who or what has been your biggest inspiration when it comes to starting your business or keeping it going who
1: Um, wow. You know what? My, my husband is a constant supporter. He, he, although there are certain things that obviously, you know, for those who are in relationships that drive him nuts, you know, when, when I'm committed to something, he is my biggest cheerleader. And then like my circle, my family and my friends, like, they are like, go girl, do it. This is what you're supposed to do. Yes, it's hard right now. Yes, you're in a low place. Yes, you feel like you're swimming upstream, but you go and do it and do not stop because this is your lane. And so my circle, my husband, my family, and my really good close friends, they are my biggest cheerleaders.
0: I love that because it's so important, especially when you're an entrepreneur to have that support, because if you don't have that support, it's like, like you said, you're swimming upstream, but imagine the people that are pushing you back, you know, when you're trying to swim upstream. So it's very nice that you
1: have that support in your family and in your friends yeah because it's hard and you know you're trying to stay consistent and sometimes you don't see the results and it just takes time just like with organizing just like with decluttering like you have to do the steps and do every piece and then eventually you'll see the fruits of your labor it it doesn't necessarily happen like this so yeah yeah it's special
0: so Virtual organizing, it's a huge thing now. I don't know that I ever thought we would get to this place where it's, you know, as big as it has become. So how did you get into virtual organizing? What is your process like? What, um, how do you get your clients for virtual organizing? Tell us all about it.
1: Yes, okay. So the way that I had dabbled in it a bit, uh prior to the big pandemic right that we will rename. that will remain nameless um but during the shutdown i created a community on zoom free community because i since everything got shut down was sitting here looking at the pile of papers that i had no more room to put in my one drawer file cabinet that was piling up piling up piling up so i was like okay well I have some time to deal with these little areas around the house, and I was like, you know what? There are other people that are probably doing the same. You know, they're trying to figure out where I'm gonna work from home, where are the kids gonna go to school. Let me jump on Zoom, let me invite everybody on there, and I started it as organized with me. Like, while I'm doing my papers, let you do whatever, and while I'm here, I'll ask, answer some questions. So it, it started to you know, pick up steam and then it just became virtual organizing sessions and, and declutter sessions. And I wasn't even working on my stuff. Every once in a while, I would fold some clothes. But, <laughs> um, and so I really committed the first eight weeks of the shutdown to show up every weekday. And so at first I showed up at, um, at noon three and six my time, Monday through Friday. Then I realized that uh, the, one of those spots wasn't really working out. So I would show up two days, two times every day. And the, it just grew and grew and grew. And so from there, it was two things. Number one, it was able to teach people what virtual organizing was, and that um, it is a thing, and that you can actually make progress virtually. Um, and then also, it really honed my skills to be able to, um, to manage multiple people, number one, be able to uh, see a space, answer certain questions, and be able to give them something to do immediately. Um, and um, yeah, and it was just building that community of, uh, of accountability that people need. And it tied into showing people that they're not alone. And that they're not the only one that struggles and it just was something it was something comfortable about that and so after the pandemic i have um created virtual packages i still have the free q a's um but yeah but that's one one way that i transition people from my free services to my paid services yeah
0: so then what is your process like because I know with my organizing business I have I have a method that I use which is my sort store style method so I work with the people one-on-one we sort through their things we store figure out ways to store their items and then we style the space to make it pretty so how do you
1: get a method across
0: virtually to your clients
1: it really starts with understanding what the goal is, like what is their biggest goal and honing in on that. So, for instance, one of my uh, virtual clients uh, this summer, she was a, she's a kindergarten teacher, and obviously she was forced to work from home her home office has been non-functional for a long time. And then she had been working in other areas of the house. And so the first goal was to get the office functional, right? The second goal was to get her things that were in other areas of the house into the office. And then the third goal was to get her prepared for possibly having to teach her kindergarten class virtually. So breaking down those few phases and starting with the low hanging fruit on what they can, so what my clients can see almost immediately, right? And so the sorting, the categorizing, not necessarily um, making the decisions and reviewing and editing up front, but literally sorting all of the items, creating categories, and then reviewing by category because after you sort and categorize you'll you know the space kind of clears up right and it still may not be perfect but most of the time after a few hours the space becomes functional very quickly and so then that's like oh my gosh like i could actually if i wanted to like work in the office you know and so that is very um that's very important to have a clear understanding of what the client's big goal is um, and then really sitting down thinking about, okay, how am I going to tackle it to have easy, um, actionable steps that they can do on the phone with you or, and then also what can they do offline? And Mm -hmm. it can't be like too huge. It has to be, you know, really bite-sized pieces, but then also understanding who your client is.
0: So then what's an example of, of like homework you might give a client?
1: Homework that I might give would be, um, typically I try and give homework that I feel they're going to enjoy. So let's go back to my, um, my client who's a kindergarten uh, teacher. She loves, um, planners, right? Hmm. And so I listen to one of her answers and she likes to, she gets FOMO when a new planner comes out, or when a new thing comes out. And it's like, oh my gosh, it's the new thing. You know, I know I don't need it, but I have a fear of missing out on this new thing. But she also mentioned very key things on what a good planner does for her. And one of those things was it has to lay flat. So one of her homework assignments was, cause she had a collection of, of planners that we had sorted and put together and put onto a shelf and so one of her homework assignments was just go through the planners and pull out the ones that don't open flat because if they don't open open flat then you know you're not going to use them and if you know you're not going to use them and you're okay with donating them then go ahead and put it in the donate box if you're still kind of like having some anxiety about leaving about getting rid of it because It's pretty, you know, whatever the reason is, you spent X amount of money on it, put it off to the side, you know, have the ones that fold flat on the shelf, the other ones that don't over here. And then that'll be the first thing we talk about and review together over the phone so that I can give you a little bit more decision support about it. So it's things that they're happy about, you know, sorting through your markers and putting them in color coded, you know, using a solo cup. Mm-hmm. To just gather all of them together and then we'll figure out how we're going to really style it and organize it later. So, things that they're really going to enjoy that they can do like in under an hour.
0: So, have you ever had a client who just didn't really grasp the concept of virtual organizing? Maybe a client that needs a little bit more hand holding. Um, if you have had clients like that, how did you handle those kind of situations?
1: Yeah. Most of the client, most of my clients or potential clients understand the, the, um, the process, but you know, I have one particular person that would get on the, um, the free sessions, but she is older, right. And she really needs the in-person support. Right. And so in that case, when I realized that, you know, she was mostly listening and not necessarily necessarily doing, then I shifted her and I just said, you know, and she's local. So it was it's a little bit easier. So I shifted her and was like, okay, once I start going back and doing in-person sessions, we're going to shift the investment that you did for virtual and we're going to work in person and maybe it might not be like a full, you know, four, six, eight hour session, but maybe we'll break it up into some mini sessions, which will be two hours. And then I will, can give you some assignments so that it still works within your budget. So that's one way that I shift. And then another way if they're not local and I realize it's just not going to work, maybe they're not tech savvy. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And the phone half the time is looking at the ceiling or something like that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Or maybe their Wi-Fi doesn't work and we need to work in the basement and the Wi-Fi, you know, is not going to reach in the basement. And then in that instance, I'll talk to them about it. and um, And then I will try and refer them and find them an organizer that is locally with them.
0: So what about products for your clients who are um, doing virtual organizing? How do you recommend them? What do you do? I know for me, I like to take measurements in the space. Do you have your clients take their own measurements? How do you
1: do that? I do. I have my clients take measurements. So normally what I'll do is after our first or second session, when we've Sort it through some things and we kind of have an idea where certain things are gonna go I will have them that will be a homework assignment. Okay, send me the measurements of this cabinet, you know the pantry whatever and then also send me like Inspiration, you know, what type of products do you like? What look do you like and then from there because you know We kind of have our products that we like to work with right. and then from there we can find it source it you know, send them links in, or just like with in-person clients, sometimes clients want you to send them the links and then they'll go purchase and buy it. And then sometimes clients are like, no, no, you go on and do that. I don't even want to worry about it. You do it. I will either, either you give me an estimate of how much you think it's going to be. I'll give you the money up front, or you can go get it added to my invoice and I'll pay you at the end. Um, so it's pretty much this, the same thing with um, with virtual organizing. Sometimes I'll send them the link, they'll purchase it. And then sometimes they're like, okay, what do you think I need? I will buy it and have it shipped to them. So yeah, so that's that's how I do that. So speaking
0: of products, what are some of your favorite organizing products?
1: Ooh, you know, anything stackable. <laughs> anything stackable. I love just utilizing that vertical space within a pantry, within a cabinet, on the floor. I just love anything stackable. But my go-to item are shoeboxes, various sizes of shoeboxes, because you can get them fairly inexpensively and you can put a label on it. It can stack very easily. And it's just so multifunctional. Like you can just use it everywhere. There is not a space that you cannot use a shoebox. whether it's, you know, a regular women's size shoe box, um, a men's shoe box, a sweater box. Um, I just love a clear plastic uh, shoe box. I, I just love it. I'm right there with you.
0: I love clear <laughs> containers, especially for clients because you can see what's in them, you mm-hmm. know, so I'm right there with you.
1: Absolutely.
0: Okay, so you've been in the industry for a while. So tell me, what is your greatest achievement as a professional organizer, or just for your business in general?
1: Wow. Um, well, one of my biggest achievements uh, was when, as far as for a business owner, was when I was featured in the Los Angeles Los Angeles Times. Woo woo woo! Go ahead, newspaper. girl. That was I. I like, I'm like, oh my gosh, like, this is, this is me. Like, that, that's pretty cool. That's pretty right. Cool. You know, <laughs> and it was like, and it wasn't like a, a exp- excerpt, you know, cause there's sometimes you're a feature, but you're like featured with three other organizers right. or other experts. But like the whole article was all about, you know, the interview and like, that was still pretty, pretty darn special um i have like three copies of it um so that That's was pretty a big good. deal <laughs> that, that, that is, is a big, big deal i probably have more than you. three copies i'd be handing them out <laughs> to everyone <laughs> well the challenge is the challenge because that was was that last uh it was back to school i don't know was it last year it might have been two years ago but everything is is uh, electronic and so it was so hard to find like a hard paper copy of it. Right. <laughs> it was so, the only reason why I was able to find it was because um, I know somebody that works at the LA Times and they were able to grab me a few copies, but it was so hard trying to find a Saturday copy of the LA Times. So I think that was, yeah, that was pretty, that was pretty huge. That was pretty huge. So is there a place online where we can see that article? Yeah. If you go to my website at naturalbornorganizers.com, uh, I have a link to the electronic version of the article. So yeah, you can see it. It's still live up there.
0: Okay. So tell everybody else how they can find out uh, more information about you. your Instagram, all of that.
1: Okay. Well, I'm always on IG. I'm always in the IG streets. So you can find me at Natural Born Organizers on Facebook, um, Natural Born Organizers, Twitter, naturalbornorg. Org. And then my website is naturalbornorganizers.com. Tanisha,
0: thank you so much for joining us today on Organize Me Radio. Thank you so much for inviting me. All right, everyone. Thank you for joining us on Organize Me Radio. And you can tune in next time for an all new episode. Thank you so much for joining me today. And make sure you follow me on all social media platforms. And remember, get organized, go further. You're listening to Organize Me Radio. I'm Naima Ford Goldson.